This episode contains real-life triple zero call audio and may be distressing for some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. All right, all right mate, just tell me, just tell me what, what can you see there? Okay, is the baby completely out now? She's out, good. Listen, is the baby crying or breathing? No, she's crying. She's crying, excellent. Gently wipe off the baby's mouth and nose. Dry the baby with a clean towel, okay? Can you do that now for me, mate? This is I Am Triple Zero. True stories behind Victoria's Triple Zero service. This podcast is brought to you by ESTA, the Emergency Services Telecommunications Authority. I'm your host, Rochelle Jackson. Nick Smith is a dispatcher and call taker at ESTA. He's someone you'll speak to if you're in an emergency and dial triple zero. Call takers will then transfer you to the emergency service you need. Uh, well, um, my wife is um, okay. in labour at the moment. Oh, how many weeks or months pregnant is she? Oh, she's um, she's full term. She's full term. In, in labour, yep. Allow her to assume the most comfortable position and have her take deep breaths between contractions. Yeah, I want you to get some dry towels and a blanket to wrap the baby in. Get a safety pin also if you can. Delivering babies is just one emergency Nick assists with. This delivery of little Moana is the twentieth baby he's delivered. All right, all right, mate. Just tell me. Just tell me what what can you see there? Okay, is the baby completely out now? She's out, good. Listen, is the baby crying or breathing? No, she's crying. She's crying, excellent. Gently wipe off the baby's mouth and nose. Dry the baby with a clean towel, okay? Can you do that now for me, mate? Nick, what's it like helping someone give birth? Every call of that nature is, is different. Once you, you once you establish that it is a birth call, you know, obviously it might be I mean, my wife's about to have give birth, or sometimes you can just hear you know the uh, the, the sounds of labour over the over the phone, uh, and you can't make any assumptions because it can be a diff- it can be you know a, a premature birth, it can be one week past term, so you just have to be guided by the caller for each individual instance about what's happening. There's one particular question you ask. Tell me what happens and tell me about that asking that question and what it feels like to ask that question to someone. Sure. The question that we ask is, is the baby crying or breathing, which is at a certain part of the call. It's you, you kind of will the universe for it to be a yes, but you have a plan that it is, if it is a no, about what you're going to go through in terms of all of the, you know, the procedures and, and workflows. But definitely one, you know, your most uh, time stops for a, a second as you will the universe for that to be a yes. Sometimes it's obvious, so sometimes you will just hear immediately the baby crying, which is awesome. When you don't hear it, um, that's when you yeah you definitely go into that uh, heightened mode where you're just waiting, waiting to see what happens next. Why do you do this job, Nick? Mm, it's I know it's going to sound corny, but it's one of those jobs where at the end of your shift you can always leave the building and know that you made a difference you haven't you know i mean plenty of jobs are like that but there's something very unique about call taking especially what does it mean to be able to help someone in such a time of need sometimes it doesn't hit you until after 
like some for example you might do a cardiac arrest with the go the, where the procedure goes pretty quickly and you get hands on chest and perhaps even a defibrillator and the ambulance arrives you don't really have time to process it you come back over a break and then you might see that they've got uh, what we call ROSC, R-O-S-C, Return of Spontaneous Circulation, which means it's a good day and that's a, they're going to be transported. It's not a, a, it doesn't record a signal which is, you know, reflective of them being deceased. So that's, that's really good. Okay. Just, hang on, mate. I understand you've got a problem with the speaker. Okay, mate. Come back. Okay, mate. You're doing great. You're doing great. What does it take to make a call taker? It's one of those things people often say to us, oh, you must have a heavy medical background to do it. And it's, I don't think it's that at all. I think it's attention to detail, uh, willing to help people, willing and an open mind. Like when you sit down, you have to be, be willing to have a creative mind about what's happening on scene. Because when, when you're managing a scene, it's because it, you, you're working in a non-visual environment. It's, it's like having, it's, it's directing a stage, but you can't see any of the actors. You can only go by voice. So you might have to say, oh, is that Uncle Bob? Okay, tell Uncle Bob to go and put the dog away. I can hear a dog. Okay, who's that in, who's that in the background? It, it's, oh, that's Cousin Pete. Tell Cousin Pete to go and get the defibrillator. Who's that? That person's being a bit, maybe just a bit distressed. Can they leave the room? So you're having to organise that. But And then if someone goes into cardiac arrest, you're having to then manage the scene in terms of get that get people back and and get that effective CPR going, for example. If you're interested in becoming a call taker at Esther, please look at our website, esther.vic.gov.au backslash employees or email us at esther.careers at esther.vic.gov.au. Okay, mate, you're doing great, you're doing great.